Network, where we have a healthy obsession with Kaiju. I am your co-host, Kent, and with me is your other co-host. Jason, how's it going, peeps? So before we get started here, I just want to say um, the air quality uh, in my area and then in the Wisconsin state that I was in here this last week was really poor for a while. So I have cold-like symptoms uh, from all that air pollution from those Canadian wildfires. So I'm going to try and mute myself wherever possible. If I'm going to sniff, sniffle or cough, definitely blow my nose. So if I sound off or accidentally, you know, sniffle or cough during the course of this episode, mm-hmm. that's what that is from. Um, and I apologize in advance for that, but we are here today uh, continuing our Jurassic Park, Jurassic World commentary series that we had started back. What was it, in April or May of last year? Um, is some, something along that lines because the last I I looked in our I looked in our YouTube channel and it seemed it said at least a year ago, so somewhere yeah. around that vicinity. Yeah, so we're continuing that today with the fourth installment in the series and the first of the brand new trilogy, if you want to call that, Jurassic World from 2015. But before we continue with that, Jason, you want to do any housekeeping here? Yeah, just kind of the usual thing. If you see, if you're watching us on YouTube, if you see a subscribe button down below, uh, make sure to uh, hit that subscribe button as well as uh, smash the like button as well. And uh, uh, as far as finding us everywhere, you can find us all in one place at our Linktree page right on your screen there, forward slash Daikaiju Network. And besides uh, YouTube being one of the video platforms that we're on, we're also on Twitch, Rumble, uh, Facebook, and as well as Odyssey, and as well as uh, we have audio versions of our episodes uh, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, as well as TuneIn. And you can find both video and audio versions at our own website at daikaijinetwork.com. I think you got yourself muted. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, As we usually do with these commentaries, we're going to start with kind of our own personal opinions and and history with the movie in question. Uh, So for me personally, Jurassic World uh, is is one, if not my favorite of the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World series thus far. Um, I really enjoy this movie an awful lot. I think if, if it's, I, I think it's, if it's not the best, it's second best. Um, when we get to Fallen Kingdom, uh, I I have a, a lot about that movie that I really enjoy too. I think that movie is incredibly underrated and underappreciated by a lot of um, people who have seen it over the years. But Jurassic World, I think it's a fantastic film. I, I love this an awful lot. This has been something I've been looking forward to since whenever we last did Jurassic Park 3, whenever that was. And um, I've been anxious to kind of get into this. I have to say, um, kind of right off the bat, since we are getting into the Jurassic World trilogy, uh, something I'm about to say here in the next second may be a little um, controversial, but I truly believe the Jurassic World trilogy is better than the Jurassic Park trilogy. Um, And I think part of that, yeah, is the fact that the Jurassic Park trilogy is older. In some ways, it's shown its age with time. It's not really the movie's fault. But I do think Jurassic World is a trilogy that really decided to um, take a little bit more risks with its story and, and other aspects, whereas Jurassic 
the Jurassic Park trilogy, I thought, was more or less playing it safe. That there there wasn't a ton of of brand new ideas or themes that played throughout the that three movie trilogy. And I think Jurassic World, even though I think a lot of people I think are, are overly harsh on Fallen Kingdom and Dominion, I think this trilogy should be hailed because it really took more risks and decided to. A try to swing for the fences than the original trilogy where it tried to stay a little bit more compact if that makes sense within its story it didn't try to venture out too far and explore different ideas and themes so for me personally i love this movie i'm really looking forward to watching and discussing it yeah that's kind of sort of the same mentality that i was i was literally thinking about that when it came to the first three it just seemed to be a little bit more contained uh, for most of its uh, movies where everything's kind of based on one island uh, there. Although with the second one, it tried to venture out a little bit there with, you know, transporting the, uh, the dinosaurs and stuff from, from that main island, from the island where they were at to San Diego and all that. So that's kind of the only thing where they uh, sort of spread out for that first uh, trilogy there, whereas this one, like what you said with Jurassic World, they try to venture out more instead of just being on one particular island for all three of them were basically like with this one, you still, you still kind of started out with kind of the island, but then it started like towards the end, it kind of indicated things we're going to be venturing out a bit more and you kind of see that as you watch the other two in that uh aspect yeah what happens here with this movie is sort of what they should have been starting with if not movie two definitely by movie three and instead they're doing it at movie four so as far as i'm concerned they're a tad late on on all that and like i said they just were kind of playing it safe with that original trilogy i think but uh, unless there's something else you want to add we can get started uh there's really not much uh to add uh for me because um I mean, right now, uh, thought I'd let you know that I'm at the two-second mark. Yeah, I just hit mine. It's going through like the anti-piracy thing here. I'm trying to get mine. Yeah, I'm just kind of where the uh, the universal logo is kind of, or I should say, the the Earth is kind of peeking out. Okay, there. So Jason's uh, rented this via. Amazon, and I'm watching the DVD version just because uh, with my setup, the DVD version, I get a better Yeah, yeah, and I was just telling them here before we started that it was a good thing that we started uh, to commentate the, the movie on this day because the uh, Amazon uh, is having uh, this $2 off rental-wise, so pretty much got it for a buck fifty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two dollars, two whole dollars. What are you, you going to buy yourself a nice candy bar after we're done here? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, makes sense, I guess. Gosh, I'm sniffling, not muting myself. Again, I apologize in advance. Um, okay, so like Jason said, he's at about the two-second mark. I'm roughly at that point uh, as well. So for those of you who have not joined us in the past for commentaries, I count down from three. I go three, two, one, go. When I say go, that's when you hit the play or the select button on your player, whatever it is you're using to watch the movie on. 
So if you're ready, Jason, I'm I'm ready to go. Yep, I'm ready. Okay, so on the count of go, we we hit play. Three, two, one, go. All right, and then switch the camera over to commentary cam so you wouldn't see our ugly faces for the next couple hours. And so my son Lincoln is going to be joining us. Close that door, please. I'm trying to keep it as quiet as possible. <laughs> I remember one of the things that I loved about this movie, you know, when we talk about the 98 movie, one of the things we always talk about is the, um, um, you know, the advertising and all that that took place at that time. I remember with Jurassic World, a lot of the trailers made it come off as a horror film. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I really uh, enjoyed. And it had me really hyped. I'm like, oh, wow, like we're getting something that's maybe a little bit more brutal. And in a certain respect, it is a bit more of a brutal movie than what we had seen previously. Yeah. And uh, that's something I really enjoy about this film, too, is that from a tonal standpoint it went a little bit darker yeah and i think uh with this one here if i can remember correctly wasn't this the one where we went to see together when i was at your guys place or was that uh fallen that was fallen king okay i was thinking it was either one of the two They mention when they go see the Indominus for the first time when we uh, get to see it in this movie that this particular Indominus killed the other one. Indominus. So, what do you think of this movie, uh, Lincoln? Like, what do you think of Jurassic World? He's seen it too many times and it's too good. Just like Godzilla King of the Monsters. I remember... You can still make those viewfinder things? I'm not sure, but those are pretty cool. I, I remember... I think we had... I know we had one of those, and I think we had a, one, yeah. uh, a few like of the Disney and then some of the other... Was it uh, uh, Hansel Gretel type of uh, uh, things? Yeah. The lady who plays their mother, I you see her in an awful lot of bit roles. I don't know what the actress's name is, but she's a familiar face. This guy kind of is too, the dad. Yeah, I know the that guy, uh, the one who plays as the dad here. He's he was kind of he played as this one boss in the office for ah uh, yeah, like one of the regions for Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, just just uh, just let your kids go by themselves on a plane, traveling. Well, apparently this is supposed to be a one-way trip, so like there aren't um, stops along the way. I mean, this kid is supposed to be what, fifteen, sixteen, something like that. I mean, relatively old enough, I guess. 
Yeah. From a statistical standpoint, the world is technically safer than when you and I were kids. And you and I used to walk to school nine blocks when, like, you were in kindergarten and I was, like, in second grade. Hell, I think I was even walking to school when I was in kindergarten. My kids actually have a significantly shorter walk. And I'm like, oh, dear God. Like, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> My kids literally just walk like down the street, like half a block. Well, now, I, well, yeah, and I can, I can still remember just walking to school. You did that when I was in kindergarten. Like you weren't even in preschool yet, I don't think. And you abandoned mom, and mom was freaking out, and it was thunderstorming. And there you were in the hallway. The teachers had towels drying you off. You're like, hi, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing here? Where's mom? <laughs> it's a pretty neat little boat. I wonder how long of a travel to that. Like, we are traveling to one of the Cinco de Muertas, the five deaths. Technically, we're just going back to Isla Nublar. And when it comes to the Jurassic World Park movies, it's just two islands, Nublar and Sorna. Yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, even though that these are fake islands and stuff, like, as far as travel-wise from the main mainland to this, you know, with them on a boat, like, wonder how far that they had to travel by boat. And see, one of the things, too, you know, I had talked about how um, the ideas within this movie, creating like a hybrid dinosaur, should have come no later than the third installment of the series. One of the things that sh should have happened within one of the first three movies, too, was to see a park that was operational. And once again, that was delayed until the fourth movie. So one of the things I love about this film, too, is we get – it's not a, a whole lot of a glimpse, but it's enough of a glimpse to see a working Jurassic Park slash world uh, mm -hmm. uh, park. Park, 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 park. I wonder how many times we're going to say park in this yeah. thing. <laughs> It's like a Disney world that's totally separate, <laughs> the way it looks. <laughs> I'd rather go see this than Disney World. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to go to Disney World anyways because of how freaking expensive that's gotten. Well, not only that, it's just freaking crazy, all the people. <laughs> I'd rather just go to Universal Studios Park. It's crazy that this movie is eight years old now. <laughs> That's a little crazy, I think. What? No one's impressed by a dinosaur anymore. It's like, I don't know. Well, don't you see all these people here? <laughs> Are you blind? Well, I I could see, yes. Like, if you get enough people... First and foremost, it's got to be expensive as heck to go visit this thing. Oh, Second probably. Of all, if you get enough of the people, at least in first world countries, who come and see this stuff enough, 
then yeah, over time I could understand people. But I would think that would take decades in order for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And it would be news stories. Like you'd get paleontologists and news people from all across the world wanting to come and see this stuff and cover it. Yeah. We never did get all the genes because I remember the Jurassic World website at the time was kind of teasing as far as the different animals that the Indominus had in terms of its gene pool. And I thought eventually we were going to get that revealed to us, all the different animals that created this animal. And we never did, which on some level I think is kind of neat because it's still an enigma, but I was under the impression we were eventually going to find out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it would have been nice to see some of the, uh, the actual places when I was at uh, Hawaii about a month and a half ago, but just didn't quite have the time nor the money to do it. Yeah, so I was maybe ask at one point if you were going to see some of like the Jurassic Park like shooting locations. Yeah, it's that is I forget the name of the ranch, but it's kind of where a lot of the movies have filmed locations, including Jurassic Park World. Conskull Island and the 98 Godzilla and I think a few other places too but uh, I think it was like around 150 so bucks for for the thing and I was like as much as I want to do it but I think I just have to arrange the time and also the money to do it and I was like yeah I'll maybe wait till next time I go back there whenever that is. Yeah, I don't trust the secretary. <laughs> she looks aloof. She is aloof. <laughs> like one of those typical babysitter trope things. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, a type character, as they say. Yeah. Like on her cell phone, watching TV, talking to her boyfriend, like, oh, oh my God. Like, shall I? Like, jeez. <laughs> like, why? Like, Mr. OMG. <laughs> LOL. LOL, wink and poop emoji. <laughs> Just seeing that map kind of reminds me of the old Jurassic Park board game. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it was kind of fun. Yeah, I don't think... I think we got rid of that some years back, I believe. Yeah, we were missing some pieces anyway. I think this actor... I think it's Jake Johnson is his name. 
I don't know. Yeah, is one of the main characters in New Girl, and he's done voice work as well. Um, he's actually the voice of the main Peter Parker slash Spider-Man character in the two Spider-Verse animated films. Gotcha. What the heck? It's like for some reason the x-ray thing on Amazon just popped up for no reason and just came up with <laughs> this Jig Johnson guy. <laughs> oh, is it like a behind-the-scenes info panel thing? Yeah. What are you doing there? Where are you talking to me? I'm talking to Lincoln. Mm. <clears throat> he stole your figures. <laughs> you still going to drink that? Yeah. Even if it's filled with poo. From a distance, the other buildings look like they're covered in moss. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things I would love to... That, that I wish this movie, if not even the subsequent movies, would have done is done a little bit more background work on this Maserani to kind of connect the pieces from the previous generation to this. Like, how did he acquire the genes and the DNA and all that stuff to get this thing going? They might have in the... In some sort of aspect, but as far as the final cutting room and stuff, they probably left some of that stuff out. <laughs> you ain't dead yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, some lip service done there, but it's not enough. how small we are couldn't some pictures of how big our galaxy is and then you have this little speck called the earth show up and you see how vast (laughs) (laughs) 
and then think about the clus like a cluster of bunch of galaxies. Yeah. That eventually will happen. Yeah, I think if I remember it, I think this is still one of the sets at this one ranch on Hawaii that's still there. That's just funny. You have this big concrete enclosure with nothing in it, and you're just leaving it there. (laughs) Part of me would be like, well, yeah, it's a movie prop, but it's like, it's not serving any purpose, though. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's either that or the... Maybe... I don't know if it's the same one that uh, Chris Pratt's character is in when when we see him doing the kind of the whole uh raptor uh type of thing that's going to be coming up here in a bit raptor training and yeah i just have to say i love the indominus <laughs> spectacular dinosaur not even fully grown with this movie imagine how colossal this thing would have gotten for something different. You're not looking for trees or something that looks like a tree. You know, it would have been nice. Talk about the other Indominus. You know, it would have been nice with this Indominus one that it would have been great if they had this one for Dominion. Yeah. Well, you know what I would have... I mean, we'll eventually get to Dominion, so I don't really want to dwell on that too much, but like... Spinosaurus was originally part of Fallen Kingdom, and then there was originally rough story ideas initially with Dominion that maybe Spino may return for Dominion. But I would have loved to have had more Giganotosaurus and T-Rex action in Dominion than what we got. But Mm -hmm. I still think Dominion is a significantly better movie than people give it credit for. When we get to that, we'll have to figure out do we want to do the theatrical one or the extended cut? Yeah. We'll wait and see when that time comes.
thing every time I see that pig. That poor little pig. And nothing happened to the pig. Like every time I see this guy, I think like kind of the two face type of uh, typecast. Yeah. I think he does pretty good being like kind of those two face typecasts. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely a a, a big jerk. <laughs> he plays king. He played Kingpin, and I think it was the Daredevil series that was on Netflix. I think. It yeah, was. yeah. It's grown up time. Let's 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 train these things to kill people. Like kill, 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 murder, murder, murder. When I hear that, I think of the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger theme coming into play. <laughs> the Go Go Power Ranger. Yep. <laughs> the original. Go Go Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. How about instead of focusing on war, that you focus on dieting? I guess something did happen to the pig. Never mind. <laughs> I I like to know why that uh, cage for where the pig came out of, why that got up for yeah. some reason. But you're probably not supposed to ask that. <laughs> Plot hole. I just roll with it. <laughs> I ain't rolling with it.
we went to Binder Park Zoo, which is in, um, what is it, like Battle Creek. And this was like four or five weeks ago. And they mm. had this little dinosaur section. And they built this little area where it has a frame and it has three raptors. And you can go in there and reenact yeah. Chris Pratt in this scene. So, <laughs> so Lincoln and I did. We were like... <laughs> It does remind me of Hershey. <laughs> Turn your back on Hershey. She <laughs> flips you off. Like, don't give a damn. That's that's Hershey's attitude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call that kid peanut butter. Kind of reminds me of some of the kids in the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. I still have yet to see any of those movies. <laughs> I've only seen bits and parts of them. <laughs> Gonna give him a wedgie. That'd be funny if he did, and like the little brother screams where like everyone looks. And <laughs> <laughs> we have that awkward moment where everyone's judging the older brother. Yeah. Get over here. I'm so hyped up. I do believe that younger brother is on the spectrum. Because yeah. of thing. No, I'm serious. Like, I'm not trying to make fun of him or anything. Like, you see him, like, when his mother comes into his room and talks to him and all that. And you see him in these other scenes. And then at the end with the dino fight, uh, you know, he's counting, like, teeth. Like, we need more teeth and all that. Like... Uh oh, Karen. Come, Karen. If I didn't know any better. <laughs> yeah. You know, the one thing, you know, when they went into that, uh, T-Rex kingdom and they had everything built in this huge kind of tree-like trunk with the windows and all that. I wonder if like if any of that is really thick and secure to where like if the T-Rex sees all those people and tries to ram at that like if any of that would be strong enough. 
I would assume it would be because, you know, you wouldn't want a repeat of what happened earlier in the series and all that. Even though it kind of <laughs> does later on. Because, <laughs> again, the, the, probably the whole tagline for this series is the John Hammond spare no expense sort of thing. So I'm sure a lot of money was probably spent to make that safe and secure. Yeah. Well, I'm just seeing the way how this park looks compared to the first iteration back in the actual like the first park I mean I know we didn't see a whole lot of that first park but what little we did see I'm just going to come out and say it the Jurassic World layout is so much more um, uh, patron friendlier than the original Jurassic Park because it seemed like with the original Jurassic Park you were just in those jeeps Mm -hmm. for a while driving around and you were looking through pens whereas this one you have like that fake tree trunk where you can get maybe a little bit closer and get you know a little bit more personal experience and exposure like there was no sign of even a baby dino petting zoo Mm -hmm. uh, even in that one and it, it just the, the, let's face it, the layout of that first park actually sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> it was awful. Like what you said, it was you're pretty much in those jeeps, and then you go to that main section where it was kind of small in that regard. And two, you don't you don't even get to know the size of that first park iteration, whereas this one it just seems more expanse. Yeah. And kind of know the layout of it. I think this movie, too, does a slightly better job of expanding upon some of the talking points that the first movie tried to make. Because the first movie, about halfway through, and we had discussed this when we covered that one last year, but that movie, about halfway through, just drops a lot of its philosophical musings and all that, whereas this one sort of continues that almost throughout. And it even actually continues throughout this whole trilogy, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and again, I discussed this last year. I, I do like that first movie. Do not get me wrong. It is a once in a generation type of film, but even that I don't think has aged well. I just, I don't look at Jurassic, even when I saw it in 93, while I was impressed with how the dinosaurs looked and moved, you know, I wasn't as, and I was a, wasn't still am a huge dino fan, but even I was like disappointed. I'm like, there's not as much dino action here. And the T-Rex scene was cool. The Velociraptor stuff I thought was okay. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of respects, that movie, I just, I don't quite understand the enormous head over heels love affair that people have. I think, I think Jurassic World trilogy ends up fulfilling a lot of that stuff better than even that movie did. Mm-hmm. Nope, now you don't have working cell phones. I hope they have a big bed of rice outside. <laughs> hope he had some, uh, a little insurance on that. 
in real life, people would not be cheering that. People would be pissed because their cell phones are wet. And <laughs> Although you had some up front here with <laughs> like little raincoat jackets or ponchos. Oh, look, product placement. Good old product placement. I'm okay with it. <laughs> There's some movies where it's so blatantly awfully placed that you're just kind of roll your eyes, but otherwise I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> it makes it look more real world. I mean, you know the Jurassic World park would have a Starbucks in it, right? That and Coca-Cola and Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> have you come to watch Jurassic World? Who's that? Remmers? That was Hope. Oh. You know, they have all these different farm animals that they feed some of these predators. Just just to tickle my fancy, it would be great to see like an actual livestock farm on the island because you got to raise these animals, right? You would almost have to. You're you're diving you're just diving in a little bit too much here. I know, but see, <laughs> I love this world. I love this series. This is one of my favorite movie franchises. Like it's the finer details that I get off on. <laughs> You know what? Just take a time out for a few minutes. I can't. I'm in love with this. <laughs> Gadzooks. Great Scott. Oh, yeah. Just like soft tap in the window is going to do anything. No, that glass is so thick that you tap on it. It's, it's so dull. Like you could have a fly sitting on the spot where you tapped it and the fly wouldn't even register that you tapped it. And fly be like, what? <laughs> Clever girl, as Muldoon would say in the first movie. Hey, what? Looks like the WWE logo. <laughs> the Attitude Era. Hey, I used to have that smartphone. Did you? The Claire. And that was my first smartphone. It was a Galaxy 15? I forget. It was a Galaxy 15 or something like that. You know an out-of-shape guy, when you have them in a movie like this, they're fodder. That and then them sitting, eating a sandwich? Yep. 
Looking at the monitor. How did you not like think about it for a moment, realizing that you gave this thing the ability to camouflage and not think, oh, the thing is camouflage in its surroundings. Like, like before we send people in there, why not? Well, they, tracker? well, on the monitor in the previous scene that they had these thermal signature right, things I, to I detect that, it. Then, I, I would then go to like the, the main head office like they just did here. I would double check before I sent anybody in there. I would maybe even triple check by like, even if that didn't work, like shoot a flare in there, see if it bounced off anything or if it illuminates a shadow or whatever. Or maybe throw some meat. Yeah, like you throw a goat in there, see if it disappears magically. <laughs> People are dying. Poop is about to hit the fan. It already has. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> See, if I'm that guy, I'd be going around to the other side of the truck. I don't care. Like, I wouldn't just hope that the thing didn't see you. Mm-hmm. He knew it was coming. There was no way he was going to outrun it. Like, in that moment, you definitely know you've had it. How does Owen outrun He doesn't outrun it. He puts, was it antifreeze, I think that is, on himself? Not entirely sure. Could be. It's either motor oil or antifreeze. Because I think they mentioned that it detects some kind of heat or something. So it could yeah, be antifreeze. I've always thought it was antifreeze, yeah. I do like the, the blood and meat chunk details. <laughs> Good for you. I do like the fact that this movie is played off a bit more like a horror movie. Because like mm. I said, the trailers really marketed it as such. You know, with the Adominus Rex, how it kind of detects heat and everything. So it reminds me of the Tremors, like what you were talking about earlier. <laughs> there you go. Another, like, maybe crossover, Indom Indominus versus Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, throw in the Indoraptor, because the Indoraptor is the same thing, just in raptor form. <laughs> Thank you. 
did he say eventually we'll get it? Is that what he said? I have no idea. I wasn't quite paying attention. Like you didn't before you started building this whole thing take into consideration different safety measures, assuming that at some point a dinosaur was going to escape. But I I wouldn't be a bit surprised if that was the case. I mean, if I were doing it personally, I'd be like, we need to think of different things, like maybe multi-layered sections for a cage. You know, like if it gets through one, oh, well, we can close another door, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Or you have other security measures like uh, like electrical, invisible, fa- you know, just something like you would sit down and think this thing through before, you know, before you went forward and started cloning these things and building the actual park. Mm hmm. I'm so glad this guy gets it at the end because I'm such an animal lover that <laughs> this guy doesn't care. And I think too, we get a blood splatter from him too, which just makes it all the better because <laughs> you're just like, all right, this guy's getting gored. <laughs> well, you got like a couple of these raptors the way, how they react towards him. Yeah. It's like, I can smell your bullshit here. They're, they're BS detectors. Off the, <laughs> off the hook. Yeah. Well, I mean, considering how big this guy is, I'm sure he's leaking gas every second. <laughs> All that Kentucky fried chicken or something. <laughs> consuming. All that Taco Bell. <laughs> there you go. Even better. <laughs> Oh, it takes me back to those days. I bet if you put a saddle on one of those, they'd be fun to ride. <laughs> Yeehaw, I'm a cowboy now. Dino Ranch. Okay, Frodo. <laughs> you know what? He does look like a <laughs> Like a mixture of uh, Frodo and Sam together. <laughs> yeah. When did Lord of the Rings... You, you know what? Isn't Lord of the Rings universal? No. No, it's uh, oh, New Warner Line. Brothers. Yeah. New Line, which is owned by Warner. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, like, because they keep talking about Fast and Furious meets Jurassic World. It's like, no, give me uh, Lord of the Rings meets Jurassic World. <laughs> or Godzilla meets Jurassic World. Well, yeah, Legendary at least was a part of this first movie. I don't know if they were a part of the sequels, though, which is interesting. They might have. Because I don't recall seeing the Legendary. I mean, granted. It's- that, that and... Uh- Pacific Rim meets Jurassic World. Yeah, that's not much of a fight, sad. (laughs) (laughs) 
unless you you made the dinos like a lot bigger. You bring in um, the ooze from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, and or or if you like for whatever reason make uh, brontosaurus and brachiosaurus like those kinds of creatures. Yeah. <laughs> like the vicious ones. Oh, you know what? Dino riders. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Or Zoids. They, oh, man. dude, we could have like five crossovers in one here. Yeah. We're, you and I are trademarking this right now. No one's going to steal this idea. Like, we got something like incredible going here. Yeah. I, I like what we're doing here. This collaboration is working. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to use one of those words. The synergy is amazing. <laughs> A buzzword. Hey, Transformers. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, you already have like, like the dinosaur type of stuff with Transformers and uh, Beast Wars and all that. So... It would totally make sense. Have you seen the new Transformers yet? I have not yet. I haven't either. But I know it's still in theaters at my town. Even though that's been around longer than Flash, but they took uh, Flash out of theaters here the other day. I was like, I was wanting to see that, but it's like, damn it. I would, I want to see the Flash and the new Transformers, but I don't know if... You know, I have time to do that because since we're not going to G Fest this year, uh, the kids and I are going to do our own G Fest at home this next week. Watch different shows and films. I bet. I hope. Bye bye. You want to see Indominus take all these people out? If you want to go see the Meg 2 in theaters, you have to watch something like this. I like how he's trying to yell, hey, camouflage! And then he throws him down, and then, whoops, steps on him. Yeah, that's an incredibly effective weapon. you got to get in that close against a predator that large. You would think they would have maybe made some like mechs to deal with things like this yeah mechs are just other distance type of weaponry other than for all of these guys to have to get into very close to moderately close range Mm -hmm. because this is just terrible security yeah and your rifles are not that high powered Maserati make a wonderful part, but you suck at security. <laughs> a literal killing machine. <laughs> <clears throat> it doesn't know where it is. Change, change, just shake the top of the chip. 
No, they're saying that the dinosaur itself doesn't know where it fits in. They know where it fits in, but the dinosaur itself doesn't. Yeah. Because that's just how the camera shows things. Dun, dun, dun. The way he exits out. <laughs> live count what a phrase to use we have this many living people now the dead people <laughs> i like to know how they can track of how many people enter is there some kind of uh thing when they enter onto the park that there's some kind of uh meter or something of the sort well, Claire earlier when the boys showed up and she saw them for the first time here, she said something about them wearing wristbands. And I don't know if the wristbands have any tech in them or what. You know, if if I see someone looking at me like that, I'd be like, fucking creeper. <laughs> but see, isn't he like in some ways... Like, um, not really cheating, but close to cheating on his girl at home. Maybe. Hey, baby. <laughs> I've seen this guy in a few shows and stuff. He always plays the same type of character. Yeah. I'd be making calls out to all those other gyrospheres, like you got to make a back or yeah. For me, that would be a, the number one priority instead of just informing those that are behind you there. Yeah, I would quickly say, "Sorry, folks, rides closed." I'll explain in a second and then make a quick call to everyone who was out in the field, like you got to get back asap. Yeah. I like how everything in this room is kind of golden, even the wood, the drinks. <laughs> there you go. Cuttlefish jeans. <laughs> it's like he's drinking piss. Maybe he's drinking liquid amber. And like, <laughs> you know, I was kind of thinking of that because it's literally the same color as amber. Yeah. And like, he's some sort of genetic hybrid now himself. Like maybe he's been injecting himself some weird concoction he's been making in the lab. Maybe that concoction is the drink there that he's actually drinking. <laughs> it's amazing though how this character was so benign in the first Jurassic Park movie and now he's be like almost overnight become villainous and mm -hmm. then he becomes very um, benign again by Dominion. Mm-hmm.
Looks like they mowed that lawn. You mowed the lawn. I don't find Fallon funny at all. I don't understand the appeal of him. Yeah. Then that would be funny, like a triceratops comes and pales him, and then he goes... (laughs) God. And then the big brother laughs. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ha 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 It's interesting, too. Like, we have six movies, and we've never had a T Rex versus Triceratops fight. Mm hmm. And see, now it says right close on there when <laughs> it was like 10 minutes late. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Indominus like fight some of these dinosaurs, like a Stegosaur or a Triceratops. Mm-hmm. I know we get an Ankylosaur fight, but. You know, do you think in some way, shape, or form, and I don't think the filmmakers were necessarily thinking about this, like the story of Frankenstein? Huh? Bringing something back from the dead and making it from parts of other things? I don't know. That'd be funny if he goes, no, I got eaten. What? Mm. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Of course. For all the money on that island, there's not good cell service. Yeah. Didn't they say they can control all those gyrospheres from there? That's what I would have it programmed. I would have it programmed to where there's an override control and you can bring all those gyrospheres. Well, that's what I would think, too, if that was the case. And then you have this, like, widely open. Well, it got busted, you can see there. (laughs) Well, yeah. But then it's like, why aren't the other dinosaurs going through? Well, the thing is, is it's busted from the inside. Yeah. Which is strange, because I would think it should be busted from the outside. Well, and then, too, like like I was trying to say earlier, that you would think some of the other dinosaurs would have escaped. 
from there. I mean, eventually but, they will. But yeah. Because by obviously falling kingdom, you know, they're all loose. <clears throat> I would like to know why that hasn't even been fixed. <laughs> well, that just recently happened. That I think is supposed to be from the Indominus. But like I was saying, that's so weird because the Indo- that should have been broken from the outside instead of the inside. Mm-hmm. Because if the Indominus was inside with all those other dinosaurs, you would think it would be going after all those other dinos. Yeah. Oh, I like this. good acting by the kids I will say that yeah feel bad for that ankylosaur <laughs> you know this thing is something though when it can actually turn over an ankylosaur and still kill it mm-hmm. Like, it didn't take much (laughs) force to go through that. It didn't break its nail, either. Reminds me of the scene of the Spinosaur chasing people in part three. Mm-hmm.
definitely very good at uh, thrills and suspense. Even though I've seen this movie many times, it still is like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> More Mercedes Benz. Oh, yeah, this part up here. Definitely very well done in terms of emotion. Boy, that's quite the, the short rifle <laughs> barrel. Jeez. Whole dead field. Like you would think with the Dominus Rex, you'd just kill one just for food and all that, but not really for sport.
Castle Shocker. <laughs> or just just knocked her out. Or just knocked her out with the butt of the gun. <laughs> says something awful. It's like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> over his shoulder and like has to drag her back. Shut up. What are you trying to tell me here? Insert 65 here. I was just thinking of 65. <laughs> we should cover that at some point, too. I need to put that on the list, actually. One of these days. Nostalgia. Oh boy. <clears throat> no, these are commentaries we have left. I'm just adding sixty-five to the list. Till mm. the end of this year? No, till whenever. When whenever whenever we get around to it. Till we're 65 million years old. We're going to be doing this. It's going to be the Guinness World Record holder. In fact, we'll probably outlive Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm just <laughs> messing around. I wonder if that's from one of the raptors from part one. I don't know. But you still got that flyer there. That's the thing. So many movies, um, you know, harken back to films that were made <clears throat> decades earlier, which on some level is kind of cool, but it happens so much that it loses some of the charm after a while. Yeah. Yeah, the Barbasol can. See, you remember that. That would be funny if they found, like, Wayne Knight hiding out. Like, he actually didn't die. He somehow lived, but had been severely injured. And he's been living off of some of the canned rations. And <laughs> 
Hey, kids. With a with a vending machine or something. With a beard and crazy curly long hair. And you realize, like, he's developed some of his own weapons for survival, and he like has lost half of his body weight, and he is sort of Rambo-ish. <laughs> <laughs> like, he ends up becoming the hero of the movie. <laughs> and then the trajectory of this Jurassic World trilogy changes dramatically mm-hmm. because Wayne Knight survived. Dude, <laughs> I love this collaboration. We are coming up with some awesome ideas here. <laughs> because, like, the rule says, until you see a body, they're not actually dead. Unless they have no that's part of the whole seeing the body thing. You think? <clears throat> Let's get serious. I my own gun. I want the minigun. I'm gonna fly it. I'm gonna pull a Rambo too. I think it'll be funny if we're actually just. Where I'm going, we don't need roads. watching videos please close the door go i mean i'm fine if mom's okay with it you gotta ask mom they completely shut the door on me before i finish my sentence (laughs) they just want to hear the one part and then leave I thought Lincoln was going to stay with us for the whole commentary. (laughs) Guess not. Although I really can't see from my end (laughs) what's going on. (laughs) It doesn't matter anyway. (laughs) 
wait a minute, you can't see me? Well, from my end, through the uh, Streamlab thing, I've only got of what's showing on, uh, like, uh, YouTube and all that stuff right now. So you can't see what I'm doing right now? Nope. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> good, because I didn't want to see <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> I'm naked right now. <laughs> Ew. Once it got that close, I would be making a run for it because I would assume the thing smells me and I would just run. Mm -hmm. Every time that happens, that's when boom, crash. <laughs> it always happens. I'm the one that's flying it. I'm trying to, just the way that you're flying, though. Boy, you're bad at aiming. In the movies, it didn't work against Predator, and it's not working against the Indominus. That's not exactly how it works, dude. I mean, what an idiot. <laughs> Sounds like a transformer transforming. Yeah. You're a little late for that, sister.
the apocalypse begins. funny if it didn't work and the jeep like <laughs> bounced back and then they're like blood on their face like oh <laughs> like that was a dumbass move <laughs> what the mm. Wait a minute. I thought that windshield was broken. You're finally making yourself useful. Hmm. funny if he like really revs it up and then the TV just goes up and then rolls over. <laughs> he didn't hold down enough on the brake. <laughs> like click. <laughs> <laughs> and then it hits someone and it smashes them between the ATV and the wall. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> this whole Pteranodon and Pterosaur sequence is so much better than what we got in part three. <laughs> I never did care much for that sequence. I never thought it was all that exciting in part mm -hmm. three. picking up the kids <laughs> PG-13 but we're gonna have the pterosaurs eat the kids here Gosh. <laughs> look at my heroic shot myself. he is Vincent D'Onofrio.
<laughs> they stopped to watch. Oh, they did. <laughs> What'd you think was going to happen? <laughs> Pterosaur, the IMAX experience. <laughs> Is that a little ironic? <laughs> Don't make yourself stand out. Yeah, I would be hiding, like, you know, in the door of a restaurant or under a table, you know, or behind a bench, you know, trying to protect myself a little bit. I just want to give you a smoochie. <laughs> I don't know if I ever said this before in our commentaries up to this point, but I have to say I love the dino designs of the entire Jurassic Park, Jurassic World series. <laughs> I just, I dig it. I bet. At some point, we're going to have to watch this movie again and actually have a discussion on it. <laughs> Nah, I'm good. <laughs> That'd be funny then if a pteranodon came down and swept both of them up. <laughs> and like cut them in half. Yeah. And then they run over to the top half of Chris Pratt and Chris Pratt's like... <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits roll. All right, boys, here's what we're going to do, see? That'd be funny if once the elevator opened, if he said something really stupid like, all right, I'm Mel Gibson. Pretend you're Danny Glover. <laughs> this is Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> Black Hawk Helicopter. Oh, that's another one of those series I forgot to mention earlier when I was talking about uh, buying certain sets at Walmart. I got the whole Leave the Weapon Quadrilogy. <laughs> Still have yet to watch that, too. I've only seen bits of it. Of I one of I those heard, movies. I think the fourth one is awful, I think is what I've heard. The third one is meh. Second one's okay. First one's really good. That's what I hear. Mm -hmm. The pteranodon did that? <laughs> no, it's just the a lot of people. Actually, I think it was hovering there. That's impossible. It, it's just it's just a lot of people that were pushing uh, the door. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but that pteranodon, I think, was hovering. Yeah, you can't do that. The only animal that can do that that flies is the hummingbird. Mm -hmm. Boy, it got dark pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later, that'd be funny if they had a running tally of the body count at the bottom of the screen. 
three hours later and they add on like 400 more bodies. I mean, fine if they crash through and just decide to run him over. <laughs> I'd be all right with that. Although, again, I think there's a blood splatter when he gets killed by Blue later, so I think that's better. <laughs> that's pretty good, too. It was a good smack. <laughs> a big old bitch slap. <laughs> I wouldn't have given him one slap. I would have just started beating the living crap out of him. Because, again, like I said, I'm such an animal lover. I'd just be pounding the pits out of them. Be like, you leave my dinosaurs alone. <laughs> Be like, I don't care about the news, dude. I want to get out of here alive and try to save as many people as possible. I don't care how it's done, but you're not going to use my animals to do it. Mm-hmm. Too bad that the three other raptors end up getting killed. But I guess it was to be expected. Mm -hmm. And then he like rips off his clothes and goes into a magic mic dance, like, and then I'm the alpha. <laughs> sure. It, it's it's uh, sung to the rhythm of Inagata Davida. God. <laughs> Boy, that was awkward. I never realized it at the time that this movie came out, but she's the daughter, one of the daughters of Ron Howard. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that for a while. I'm like... Yeah, good job, Ron. <laughs> That'd be 
interesting. Like you have another subplot here where the older brother has PTSD and we don't know it until like you start seeing something weird happening in his eyes. And he starts to slowly choke his younger brother and then he bashes his <laughs> brother's head like on the uh, you know, the back of his head against the wall there, and then just starts being like, This is all your fault and then like just starts like, like doing a jack old Mr. Hyde. Sort of, but like he has PTSD because of what they've been through. I mean, there's so many different different subplots you could have with this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, what, how many different IPs in one, meaning Jurassic <laughs> World? Well, we've named we quite a few of them. <laughs> yeah, and then we were talking, what was the other thing that we were talking about earlier that was really a good idea, too? Like, Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap, now I'm sure someone else will rewind and remember it and you know what, we need to stop the podcast now and rewind <laughs> and trademark that before someone else does. Oh, it's probably already too late. To whom it may concern, stop it. <laughs> you cannot stop the inevitable. You know, being a cat guardian, I see certain animals and animals in movies, and I think sometimes, like, okay, this is my female cat. Okay, this is my male cat. Like, like, mm-hmm. I look at them. Like, these these velociraptors right here remind me of my little female. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I know Blue's female, but like, are the other ones, because obviously one is named Charlie. I'm assuming all the other three are male. I have no idea. Because I know there was that whole thing during the Jurassic Park trilogy, especially in the first one, where all the dinosaurs were initially bred as female. But then there was something about lysine and how eventually after the whole breakout, and with time, the dinosaurs were able to overcome that lysine deficiency or whatever it was and ended up having genders. Okay, we got to go back and watch all three movies. <laughs> I'm guessing like it spreads out too thin over time. Yeah, with time, I think it, like, it wears off in some, and then you end up developing the, uh, the genders. I don't want you to look at my porn. <laughs> You're such a mom. <laughs> this I always found to be an interesting sequence, too. So. Mm-hmm. We have to, okay, so we've established that its base genome is T-Rex. Cuttlefish is a part of it, too. And I think we've established with this scene that it's got some raptor DNA in it as well. Mm-hmm. 
I think too, because you got the little horns over each eye, there's gotta be carnitore DNA in there too. Yeah. Oh, oh well, here we go. <laughs> and then it looks up. It's kind of like, yeah, I got them under my power. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> I'm in control here. I will tell you, though, that Indominus can really uh, pack a punch. Well, not pack a punch, but take a, take a punch. It can pack a punch, too, but that's not what I was initially trying to say. I love this movie so much. Like, I'm having such a good time with this. Yeah. <laughs> How many predators are in this jungle? 100,000. Movie series like that is something we should consider, like, down the road. <laughs> the five Predator movies, or is it four? Let's see. Predators, the, it's only four, not counting the AVP ones. Oh, my gosh. You see the guy's face there? Yeah. On the monitor? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, this one gets blown up here. Spoiler. Oh, man, that saddens me. You know, Chris Pratt, I don't know. I mean, I guess he has said some things in recent months that have turned some people off to him. And look, I don't always agree with some of the things he says and believes either, but I think he's a tremendous actor. I like him. Talented. I think he's very good. Like I said, I like him. I think his, although I haven't seen part three, I, I'm, I don't think the Guardian movies are, they're fine. I don't think they're spectacular, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Again, horror. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> Out of all the the Jurassic movies, this movie definitely has more of that horror element in play. Although, J.A. Bayona, the director of Fallen Kingdom, comes from horror, and that one definitely teases it and plays with it a little bit too, but I think this movie does it better. Mm -hmm.
I stab a thing. <laughs> Moby Dick. From the hearts of hell, I stab a thing. <laughs> and then he stabs it, but then he gets tangled up in the rope and ends up drowning. <laughs> it's like, okay, Ahab. <laughs> And then Arnold swings in. <laughs> I, I still need to watch his Fubar series. He's not in a hurry. Nope. I only created arguably the most dangerous dinosaur to ever live. I'm not in a hurry. <laughs> Tell him to go eat a chicken wing. <laughs> like, I wish I would have never come here. Oh, that was peanut butter there. What? The kid earlier. Remember, like, when they showed the baby dino petting zoo? The red-headed kid, and I called him peanut butter? Oh. <laughs> peanut butter there. <laughs> His hair looked like peanut butter. That's what I called him then. <laughs> peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Okay, another podcast. <laughs> that that was a fun scene. I did like that. <laughs> sure, sure you did. <clears throat> I know I'm getting ahead of us here a little bit, but I had made a Facebook post about it however many years ago, and I said I w should make a t-shirt of it because I've never seen anyone else make it, but make a t-shirt that says Open Paddock 9. <laughs> like, that would be awesome. Well, nothing's stopping you. I could just go on a uh, custom make and just... Uh... Make the tea yourself. I should open paddock nine. And then, yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it now. When we get to it. I have. I have more to expound upon that when we get to that scene. It's very stereotypical looking, you know, obviously the spines and stuff and some type of um, 
preservative bubbly liquid. And then, but I still, I still love it. And then, uh, <laughs> like a couple of things with lizards. Yeah, it's very stereotypical of a mad scientist sci-fi deal. Yeah. Albino snakes. One of my favorite scenes is coming up. This whole movie could be considered a favorite scene. That will happen in part two <laughs> or part five if you're wanting to get technical. Oh, <laughs> trying to be all smart, eh? I'm just trying to cover bases. <laughs> you know, that would be funny if they had a fart noise when that would happen from him. <laughs> like, he got so scared, like, he farted, if not pooped himself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it understands English. I mean, it does a little bit, but not your English. It doesn't speak Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was right. That was a smart thing there. Yeah. Like something on the fly that you wouldn't even really think about. Yeah, the unfortunate thing, though, is we're coming right to the end here. Yeah, I keep forgetting. I was saying uh, earlier before we started that I didn't even realize that this was just a little over two hours. I thought it was uh, about two and a half hours. No, that's Dominion. The the extended edition is like two forty five ish. All right, so I want to talk about it while we have a little bit of a moment here. The moment Claire goes to get the T-Rex, I still remember with absolute vividness when I was watching this in the theater, the door opened up and you start seeing the T-Rex eyes as walking towards her. I could feel my heart beating hard in my chest. I'm like, yes, but at the same time, I was so afraid they were going to kill the T-Rex as well. I'm like, like, I'm not joking when I say that my eyes were welling up because I was like, please don't kill the T-Rex. And yes, please get let the T-Rex kill this thing here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just was so excited to see the T-Rex. Mm-hmm.
That's one big ass mosquito. <laughs> they probably did grow to that size <laughs> back in the Precambrian era. I would hate to that were like twelve or so inch, uh, twelve or so feet long. I would hate to live in that period. <laughs> yeah, it was the period of like giant insects. It was all about the predatory insects. It was either Precambrian. Or was it maybe even the era right before that one? Wasn't that, is it uh, 300 million years ago or? Yeah, like giant insects more or less were the first giant complex life forms on land. Yum, grilled raptor. Oh, that saddens me. playing with my emotions movie <laughs> here we go <laughs> open paddock nine <laughs> yeah The build-up to this is still incredible. Again, I've seen this movie so many times, and I still get pumped with this. <laughs> it's like the training montage in Rocky IV. Like, it never gets old. <laughs> this is incredible. This is what we all wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Spinosaur skeleton the T-Rex is going to crash through. Some speculate that was the Spinosaur from Part 3. I don't know if that's ever been confirmed or not. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, oh, you can't walk, run in those hills. I'm like, whatever, shut up. Well, still, like, I don't know how she can afford to outrun T-Rex. It probably is. A, takes may, might take it a while to warm up. This is incredible. <laughs> this is what we should have gotten in Dominion. <laughs> I love the Indominus, but it's like, my first love is T-Rex. You're never going <laughs> to.
it's always kind of fun just seeing both the T-Rex and the Raptor teaming up on the yeah. Dominus Rex. I remember I was quietly to myself, like, cheering on. I'm like, yeah, kill it. Like, I, <laughs> I like, kill the thing. <laughs> That thing is all battered and bloody. He threw the Indominus into like two or three buildings and it's all battered. <laughs> mm. And then you have that coming into play at the end. <laughs> that just adds insult to injury. It's like three on one. It's a handicap match. I wouldn't blame the T-Rex. I mean, I just got my butt kicked a little bit. Do I want to continue fighting? No. Yeah. Paddock nine. <laughs> you know, you should see. You should go to um, a domain site and check to see if openpaddock9.com is uh, available. But what would I make the website about? Just have it, play, you know, blur out loud, open paddock nine, and then have all the merch. Okay, so Open Paddock 9 comes up in Google search results, and of course it's a number of YouTube videos related to that movie here. <laughs> Open Paddock 9 Achievement in Jurassic World Evolution 2. <laughs> Come on, the people are stealing my ideas. Oh, wait a minute, no, don't tell me. What? Okay, no. I thought someone maybe stole my idea and made merch out of it. <laughs> Let me take a look under shopping. Does someone have anything? They did! Come on! <laughs> you know what? Here, I want to I go to GoDaddy.com here. I mean, the, the shirt someone made is pretty lame, but nevertheless... They took my idea. <laughs> did they do it in the uh, the Jurassic Park font? Of course they did. <laughs> of course. What the hell? Why is this all fucking German here? I don't want German, damn it. <laughs> Thank you. 
seriously. We get our favorite character here. The real king. Ah, what am I doing? Open paddock nine. And that's it. That is Jurassic World. Alright, we back on here. Uh give me one moment here. There we are. <laughs> yeah, for some for some reason it's like showing German language on the site, which is weird. That's weird. <laughs> but anyways. Paddock <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's Jurassic World. Uh like I stated at the beginning of this podcast, this is maybe potentially my favorite out of the entire Jurassic Park Jurassic World series uh, Fallen Kingdom whenever we get around to that I think is pretty good but I really love this movie incredible action I think in many ways it continues the philosophical debate that started in part one briefly touched upon in the in parts two and three but I think it continued to be expanded upon with this movie and then i think it even continues into the following two films uh as well with fallen kingdom and dominion it, it's incredible and i love the t-rex and dominus fight at the end um this is to me an incredibly entertaining movie yeah it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination um but i find it to be entertaining it, it's one of my potentially even my favorite dinosaur movie of all time it's incredible. I, I mean, I give it the highest of recommends. I, I enjoy Jurassic World. Yeah, it's uh, really good compared to the three previous films that we've commentated on in the past. It's, I mean, much better as far as the action, um, the characters, I would say the story. Obviously, visual effects. I mean, <laughs> it, it gets approved on over the years. So, um but yeah, the other way they they don't improve as timing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's much better compared to the previous three, and from what they've done in the past. Although, like I mentioned, that it's still sort of contained in this first one, but it still seems that they've at least expanded more as far as you know. Obviously, adding more dinosaurs and then adding more uh, tension uh, to everything, and then kind of the more the horror type of uh, uh, feel to it compared to the other three. And instead of just focusing on one dinosaur, you got multiple other kinds of uh, threats in play. Whereas in like in the first one, you you just had uh, the T-Rex and then Velociraptors, whereas this one you had many other dinosaurs to, to, to name off of in that regard. So, uh, yeah, this at least this one touches more on anything, even compared to all the th three previous films combined, for that matter. So, yeah, with, this, uh, with Jurassic World, it does 
know, opens up more things, even though it kind of sort of contains within on this island like the others did, but expands. So, yeah, with this one, I definitely would at least recommend. Yeah. And so with that, um, just a quick reminder, this will be our only podcast for the month of July. We will return August 12th. Um, for anyone who missed our previous podcast here a couple weeks back, we had mentioned that what we're going to end up doing starting about August 12th is we're going to focus exclusively on Spectre Man for a number of consecutive weekends. So it so Something weekly we podcast like 11 12 or so years we're gonna end up having back to back to back to back you know weekends covering specter man we're not exactly sure if we're going to continue the three episode coverage or if we're going to expand that to no more than five that's something we'll discuss uh in the weeks ahead but we will be back august 12th we're going to cover specter man and every week after that for who knows how many weeks until we conclude that series and then i think we're going to do probably something similar with common rider mm-hmm. uh, after that and then of course eventually we will have our year end episode at december uh who knows we may even sprinkle in a commentary here and there before the end of the year just to kind of give us a break perhaps uh time will tell so that's kind of what we're looking at in general moving forward so only podcast for this month. We will return August 12th with more Spectre Man. Mm-hmm. And so with that, uh, if you're still watching this on YouTube, you see the subscribe button down below this video. Uh, make sure to hit that if you like uh, what, what you're seeing and the like. And make sure to smash that like button. And you can follow us everywhere. Uh, all, you can find everything Daikaiju Network related all on one page. You can see on your screen there over at Linktree forward slash Daikaiju Network. And not only we're on YouTube, but we're also on Twitch, Rumble, uh, Facebook, and as well as Odyssey. And we have audio versions of our episodes available over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, as well as TuneIn. And you can find both video and audio versions of our episodes at our own website at DaikaijuNetwork.com. All right. So with that, thank you so much for joining us with this commentary. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you in a little over a month. All right. See you guys next time.